0: The Canes keep it in. Aho in alone on Vasilevsky shoots. He scores. Top shelf for Sebastian Aho, and a 2 0 lead is number 20. Stakes the Canes do it. Tampa skates into the zone. Shot right on by Johnson. Loose puck to No angels on it. Still loose. No whistle yet. They poke at it with 11.7 seconds. We finally get a whistle, and then comes up with a huge save. In a 4 0 game. Will you give the kid a whistle?
1: <laughs> this is the Kane's Corner Podcast with host Adam Gold, part of the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network. Now, here's the host of the Kane's Corner Podcast, Adam Gold.
2: Welcome to the Kane's Corner Podcast. I am Adam Gold, and the hits just keep coming. The Carolina Hurricanes with a 4 0 thorough win. Over the Tampa Bay Lightning. Before we get into everything, a reminder, we are brought to you by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. If it's for the exterior of your home, you can find it at the Aluminum Company of North Carolina on Hamlin Road in Durham. Aluminumcompany.com. Roofing, siding, windows, doors, you name it, they got it at the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. Uh, This was a fun game. And it really didn't get lopsided in Carolina's favor, I think, until midway through the second period. And then Carolina started imposing their will. Uh, and who, who knows? Maybe they just took it from Tampa tonight. Maybe Tampa was rusty after not playing since Monday. But the, uh, the Hurricanes were on point tonight. Um, in my opinion, yesterday's game against the Blackhawks, to this point, was the best that we have seen from Carolina. It's the way they wanted to play in both ends. They were dangerous offensively, stingy defensively. Uh, did Chicago score? Yep, Chicago scored. They're good too. Uh, but tonight, they were better than they were last night. Don't know if that's going to, uh, you could keep that up uh, because Tampa not only is the defending uh, Stanley Cup champs, but they're freaking good. Uh, but the Hurricanes were on top of them tonight. Alex Nadelkovich gets his first NHL shutout, uh, and the Canes win it 4 nothing. They're in first place. Florida lost to Detroit 2-1. Jonathan Bernier made, what, 38 saves tonight? Uh, and the Hurricanes at 12-3-1 through 16 games uh, have claimed first place in the Central Division. Um, I think we're starting to realize something. And I don't. I know this is going to sound crazy to some of you. This team is bona fide Stanley Cup contender. Bona fide. There is a there is an Achilles with this group, and the Achilles hopefully will be remedied when Peter Mrazek comes back. Alex Nedeljkovic was really good tonight. He was one of my three stars. His first career shutout. Not in any way throwing shade there. James Reimer. Can't have consistent work. He needs to be a guy that's in the forty percent range. I think that's where we top him out at. Um, so when Peter Morazic comes back, healthy competition and goal. Ned will uh Ned will probably go back to the into the taxi. Uh but Ned was good tonight, and now Carolina's got some options. Uh not that Ned was I mean, again, very good tonight. Uh and by the way, this is in his in his fourth start. Last year, if you go back, I'm pretty sure his fourth start came in Pittsburgh. It was, what, two games before the pause? And that was his best game. And I think he beat the Pens 4-2, and he was very good in that game. Uh, So maybe the goaltending uh, situation can kind of level out uh, because that's the only thing that is keeping Carolina from being in the same category with the Tampas and the uh Vegas and the uh, Boston's. That's it. Merazic who has been had been great through what four games until the injury. Uh, we'll see how he is when he comes back. He should be back in the next oh 10 days or so as he's getting closer and closer to getting uh, going through a full practice. Uh, but Reimer's been big in the third periods, but he's been allowing a lot of goals, but it was great to see Ned play well tonight. Uh, and the Hurricanes played great in front of him. We're going to do a bunch of things here. I'm going to be as quick as possible. Alec Campbell will join us as, uh, as normal in, uh, right after the break. Uh, as we talk about the Canes' 4-0 win over Tampa. Sebastian Aho was my first star. Thought he was the best player on the ice. Uh, second game in a row now, and I talked to Rod Brendamore before the game, uh, and I actually before we recorded the interview, I asked him about Ajo, um, and Sebastian Aho had the assignment on Patrick Kane last night. Patrick Kane had three points, and Aho was not on the ice for any of them. Aho was great last night on Kane defensively, and he had the assignment on Andre Palat, Braden Point, and Steven Stamkos tonight. So the Ajo, Svechnikov, McGinn line, along with some help from uh, the return of Jacob Slavin. Two games in a row now, Jacob Slavin has looked uh, fantastic. Uh, Slavin and Hamilton, uh, again, another strong game from that pair on defense. Uh, but for the most part, Ajo's line had the top line for Tampa, and once again, it's a decisive win for Sebastian Ajo. So uh, if you're looking for other little signs of things to come, uh, you know, really things to make you go, this is a legit Stanley Cup contender. When your best player is your best player in all three zones, that's pretty good. Sebastian Ajo picked up a sixth goal tonight uh, as well. The Trocek line continues to just absolutely kill it. Uh, they took advantage of the uh, Alex Kalorn line tonight. Um, Drocek and company took advantage of Chicago's third line last night. Uh, but this is what depth does. And um, if you look at Carolina down the middle, and Steven Lorenz played center tonight, should mention that uh, Tebow Taravainen, uh, upper body injury, he was a scratch tonight. Jake Gardner was a healthy scratch tonight. We'll talk about that uh, as we move through. Uh, But the Trocheck line gives Carolina so much depth because if you go back to the last two years where Carolina fell to Boston in the playoffs, it was the same thing both years. Boston's third line. Now, Boston's great at the top. Nobody's denying that. uh, And David Krejci is a dynamite second number two center. But the real separation between Boston and Carolina has been on the third line and below. The bottom six for Boston was just better than Carolina's bottom six. And right now, Carolina's bottom six matches up or is better than everyone else they play. And that is a huge difference. So uh, if we're wondering why, is Vincent Trocheck now tied with Nino Niederreiter uh, for the team lead with nine goals? I'm not saying they're taking advantage of matchups because a lot of times that line gets the top line. So there aren't we don't have three lines on this team. This not a one a top line, a second line, and a third line. I hate to parrot what the head coach always says. We don't number our lines. They are not numbering their lines. It is strictly about matchups. And the fact that the scoring is spread throughout the lineup uh, just makes him even more dangerous. Uh, but the Trocek line was great tonight. Uh, uh, Trocek had his ninth goal. Martin Natchez was dynamite tonight. I almost made him one of my stars because I thought Natchez was great tonight. Again, Slavin, Pesci. Pesci made a play uh, right after the first goal that made it one nothing. Stopped a 2-0. on 0. Ah uh, two on one uh with a diving poke check. Brett was great tonight. Slavin, of course, is uh, back to being uh, Jacob Slavin. Uh, we saw a, a lot of good from Jake Bean tonight. I think it's pretty obvious that kid is not coming out of the lineup. uh he is he is he's got offensive upside. And I, I, I liked the fact that Brenda Moore, rather than go to Slavin on the second power play unit, said, Jake Bean, this is what you do. Uh, but I don't trust you completely yet. And without Tavo Teravine in the lineup, it allowed Brenda Moore to put a second defenseman on the second power play unit. And Brett Pesci assumed that role. Uh, by the way, while we're talking about Jake Bean, that's uh, that's a lot of confidence in Brett Pesci, whose offensive game is also awesome on the rise. Uh, So Carolina with the rare two defensemen on a power play unit, you just don't see a lot of that in the NHL anymore. Uh, But Bean was very good in the past, two. Cedric Paquette for uh, the third goal, the first by Paquette against his former team, uh, was another Jake Bean gem. He's got four assists uh, since returning to the lineup. So four games, four assists for Jake Bean. He's not coming out of the lineup. Uh, Hayden Fleury might come out. Uh, I could see Jake Gardner drawing back in, uh, but part of me would like to see Hayden Fleury get another game or two just to kind of get his rhythm back. Cause I think there is something for Hayden Fleury to offer this team in the way of physicality and some penalty kill minutes. Uh, but Jake Bean was very good. I don't think Jake's coming out of the lineup, uh, unless there is, uh, there's a larger plan down the road. Uh, and again, Alex uh was very good. And uh, you heard uh, you heard some of what made him very good. Here's a little bit more. Carolina's
0: going to try to get the puck out of their zone. Long changes period. 2 can't in the slot. It's Hedman. And that shot is put right on and snagged out of the air by Nadelkovich. Puck goes to the air boards. Carolina gets it, tries to clear. Can't. Stamkos gets a stick to it. Sends one out in front. Lays it down low. out for a point. One, two. He jabs at it. Ned was good
2: tonight. Ned was active. Ned uh, needs to hold on to his stick better. <laughs> uh, our friend Wade Minter. Uh, I'm going to get Ned some pine tar. Yeah, <laughs> let's let's do that. Shouts to uh, shouts to Wade, man. Holy cow, uh, he was his stick was everywhere. But Ned played well tonight, uh, and Carolina played great in front of it. All right, so let's get into the recap. It started. With a clean sheet in the first period. It was sort of like two fighters at the center of the ring sort of pawing at each other. It was up and down, but it really wasn't that dangerous. And it was even, and we got through it with uh, nobody, no harm, no foul. uh, And that was the fourth consecutive regulation period that was scoreless between these two teams. Remember, Carolina won the first game between these two in overtime on a stall to Nature's Pass. Uh, but then 219 into the second, it was Vincent Trochek cleaning up at the side of the net. Trochek
0: can't a move to send the puck around the board to Natchez. Redirection out in front of a Rider. Loose puck is there. Trochek scores on the doorstep. Vincent Trocheck pounds it home. And the Canes jump out to a one nothing lead here in the second.
2: It's good work by Natchez and Niederreiter to help uh, help create that situation, uh, and I believe the puck ended up bouncing off Alex Kalorn's uh, leg or skate or something and uh, trickled toward the net. And uh, Trocheck just kind of sh- poked at it until it went past Vasilevsky. So two nineteen into the second, it's one nothing Carolina, uh, and but Carolina had chance after chance. After chance, Aho oh, the other way for
0: the Kings to Hamilton. He rings it off the crossbar. Rebound chance. Vasilevsky gets a pad to it from Aho. How oh, did Vasilevsky stop that one? Two glorious chances for the Carolina Hurricanes there. Even with Tampa on the power
2: play, Carolina had a chance.
0: canes have a quick break if they can get there. It's McGinn in on the back end of stall Right on Vasilevsky. A huge save by the Tampa netminder, denying a shorthanded goal there for Jordan Stahl.
2: Nino Niederreiter had a breakaway that Vasilevsky stopped. He was great tonight. He was better than the rest of his team. Uh, but ultimately, it's still just one nothing. It could have been 4 nothing, And then it was 2-0 when the best players showed up.
0: Now the Canes keep it in. Ajo in alone on Vasilevsky. Shoots, he scores! Top shelf for Sebastian Ajo. And a 2-0 lead is number 20. Stakes the Canes do it. Little lucky. It looked like uh, Vasilevsky
2: might have gotten a stick to it and just kind of floated up into uh, just under the bar. Maybe uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Aho got it clean. Uh, but either way, that play started with defense along the wall between uh, McGinn and Aho to force the turnover. Svechnikov got the puck, gave it back to Aho, who skated in. Uh, but Sebastian was great tonight in all three zones. Second game in a row uh, that Seabass uh, is probably the best. Forward uh, on the ice, he didn't have points to show for it yesterday. Right, Natris was great uh, in yesterday's game. Trocek, Niederaider, they were all great in the game yesterday. So I, that's why we gave we gave the Stars uh, to, in a, to an ex, in a, to an extent to the point producers. But that line was so good. But Ajo was dynamite defensively, and tonight he was dynamite again in all three zones. So it's two nothing after two, uh, and then you coming out of the third period. You got a 2-0 lead. It would be so easy to just kind of, all right, let's go into a shell, try to win this game 2-0. Carolina wasn't doing that, and they got to their game in the third, and they got on the 4-check, and the new guy. That's right, the new guy. Now Martinick with a
0: steal and puts one right on Vasilevsky. Back to the he shuts up. He scores! Cedric Paquette is going to get this one against his gotta feel good and he puts the canes up 3-0 is first as a member of the hurricanes
2: for the second straight game a player for the hurricanes who scores a goal points at jake bean and shakes his head jake bean has a two-game streak of making a pass that his teammate didn't think was going to be made <laughs> jake's offensively creative people and that's very good whatever defensive liabilities he has and he has them. They're going to work through them. But Jake Bean, probably not coming out of the lineup. I think you've heard me say that before. Uh, coming into the game, Andrei Svechnikov had gone seven games without a goal. With the net empty, that
0: streak came to an end. Two minutes and 25 seconds left here. Carolina up 3-0. Now McGinn goes to the boards. Svechnikov gets to the loose puck. Sends it up for Ajo. Back to Svechnikov. Takes A-B. Scores! Scores! Svetchnikov buries it into the empty net. And with his seventh of the season, the Canes go up 4
2: 0. Not as good as Jacob Slavin's empty net goal the other night. Uh, because uh, Slavin's empty netter was from basically three quarter court. Uh, but Svetch needed a goal. Svetch got a goal. Ajo gave him the puck. Svetch got a goal, number seven on the year. Uh, the scoring depth on this team is just uncanny. Uh, and it's really good. So uh, you can't, uh, it, so an opposing team can't just try to shut down one line because Carolina's got three scoring lines right now. And if the fourth line, which kind of reminds me a little bit of what the Islanders throw out there with Cal Clutterbuck and company, uh, but it's been, uh, it's been fun to watch this, uh, this fourth line kind of develop since Cedric Paquette has come here from Ottawa. Uh, and one more thing I want to uh, point out before we uh, take a break and come back with Al Campbell. Uh, is that just because it's for nothing doesn't mean that it's a cakewalk to the finish line Ned's got a shutout working right he wants a clean sheet uh
0: but it wasn't all easy Tampa skates into the zone. shot right on by Johnson loose puck Nadalkovich Snow angels on it still loose no whistle yet they poke at it with 11.7 seconds we finally get a whistle and it Nedeljkovic comes up with a huge save in a 4-0 game. Will you give the kid a whistle?
2: <laughs> yeah, he, he needed one. Uh, he made some good saves late in the game, so uh, Alex Nedeljkovic deserves his first career shutout. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll talk about it with Alec Campbell on the other side. It's the Canes Corner Podcast, morning after edition, and a reminder, coming Monday... The David Ayers podcast special. A three-part look back on David Ayers' e-bug win over the Toronto Maple Leafs in Toronto on Hockey Night in Canada last year. It was a 6-3 final. February 22nd is one year to the day that that happened, and the first of three episodes of the Canes Quarter podcast dealing just with that game will air uh, and if you are a subscriber to this podcast, it will show up in your feed the night before. I won't tell you what time the night before. It has been scheduled. Uh, but if you are a subscriber, you'll get it before anybody else will, except other subscribers. You'll all be tied. Uh, so uh, do do us a favor. Do yourself a favor. Subscribe to this. Give us a rating. Give us a review. And uh, let us know what you think. Uh, quick break. Alec Campbell on the other side of the Cades Quarter podcast. Alec Campbell, Stormwatch, Aftermath, Intermissions, Hurricanes Radio Network, my friend, noon to three, Monday through Friday on the day job, at Alec Campbell 5 on Twitter. Yesterday, Carolina played their best game of the season against the Chicago Blackhawks. Did they one-up themselves tonight?
1: <laughs> uh, that's funny that you say that. Excuse me, I'm digging through my uh, my freezer for a large ice cube right now. <laughs>
2: Well, that's a good place to look.
1: Yeah, so I can uh, pour myself a little victory beverage here. Um, but uh, it's funny because I mentioned that to trip. I feel a little bit like a schmuck. <laughs> because uh, yesterday, you know, I came on here being like, this was the most complete game the Hurricanes have played all year long, right? right. And maybe complete is the operative word because, you know, I did think that there were points in this game where – Tampa had their, you know, chances mainly in the second period. Sure. Uh, but I mean, overall, and I, and I, I do think before we dive too deep into this, that we have to point out just to point out that Tampa hasn't played since Monday right. uh, due to what happened in, uh, in Dallas, but either way, I mean, you know, it's really huge and great win from the hurricanes. Uh, and so, yes, I do think that they have won up themselves. From last night, just considering the opponent and not letting off, and that that might be the most that might be the most uh, incredible part to me is that you know we we we, we talk a lot about confidence, yeah. right? And confidence can be just like a very nebulous thing, and so I'm often very uncomfortable talking about it. But it, it feels like this team is feeling it right now. Right. Like, cause, and then the reason I say that is because I feel like they have put, I mean, they put like six really good periods in a row together. And I think that what happens is once you start playing well and you are, your, your enthusiasm to play is easier to come by and it's easier to get up for each period. And that's, kind of what I've seen is six periods of high-energy, just disruptive hockey from Carolina. And when you start to string them together like that, that's what makes you a really good team and a really tough team to play against. And that's what I think about when I think about the good teams in the league, the Bostons, the Tampas, over the last few years, is that you really have to catch them on an off night to beat them. And even when they don't play well, they bring a certain baseline level of play that is hard to beat. And it kind of feels like that ball is rolling right now in the Hurricanes direction where they're feeling it, you know, and it's going to take a real dud from them to beat them. Um, So that's kind of that's kind of my overall takeaway uh, and I mean, there' were just so many guys that played well tonight yep. and you still got the second line that continues to produce right and the fourth line that looked pretty I mean I saw I thought Steven Lorenz looked good I, tonight I,
2: I agree I think uh, that line looked awfully good. They went into this game without Tavo Taravana, without Jake Gardner um, and obviously to varying degrees of important – uh, you know, Tavo is clearly one of their core, core guys. Gardner is right. a third pair defender. Uh, but Lorenz stepped in, Foss bumped up. Uh, we saw the reuniting of Svechnikov, Ajo and McGinn. And that line was really good because they yeah. drew the top assignment tonight. They drew Palat, um, Stamkos and Point and they held them off the score sheet. Uh, they they had some those guys had some chances. They're going to have chances. I mean, you're not going to keep that line down all night. But um, second night in a row that the Aho line drew the top assignment, and the second night in a row where the top assignment was uh, you know won by Sebastian Aho. It's just impressive.
1: Yeah, 100% agree. Sebastian Notches you know a goal and an assist tonight. Svechnikov you know scores on the empty net. Um, I just, I mean, I I don't, I don't know. I feel like we've, I've run out of effusive praise for some of the things I've seen. It's just, you know, it's just, it's all, it all feels, it all just feels very different, you know, than it has, than it has in the past. Like it, it just feels like they're in a, they have a certain level of control over the game that they haven't had in the past.
2: Let's, let's, let's just peel that back for a second. And I'll because uh, I'm going to basically tee you up here again. Two years ago, they made the playoffs. They had that amazing second half of the season run. I mean, it was more than the half it was because they they were like 50 it was 48 games, I think it was like 31 uh uh 12 and two or something like that. It was I think I think that was their record in the second half of the year, which is really insane um although what they're doing now is kind of uh also insane. Uh, so, but and a, a lot of that was, you know, the schedule was a little bit front-loaded last, that year. So, there was a lot of New Jersey Devils uh, in right. era, uh, on their schedule at that point. Uh, but still, they were great in the second half, but just got hot and just kept it going. They maybe got a little lucky uh, in the playoffs, uh, but uh, they made it to the conference finals, obviously. Then last year, we sat all year long waiting for that team to come back, and... They made the playoffs. They were good enough to make the playoffs. They were good enough to sweep the Rangers out, and then they weren't good enough to beat Boston. Uh, But we never saw the team that we thought we were going to see. To to your point that this feels different, here's what this feels like to me, and then I'll uh, I'll, I'll let you run with this. It feels to me like they're one of the, oh, I don't know, Three or four best teams in the sport, and yeah. that's what feels different to me. And I think they believe it. It's not like they're, you know, an up and coming team. They are. Right. They are here, and uh, a lot of things have gone right in terms of players playing well, because, yeah. he, and that is really what's leading this, leading to this. But they just legit feel like one of the best teams in the league.
1: Yeah. And I mean, listen, again, all of these things, you know, they're winning, you know, and they're playing well. So it's, it's, it becomes easier to say these things because of that. But I think part of the reason why it feels real is because of things that we've talked about in the past, in the sense that the pieces on the team are are finally coming together, right? Like, you you turned Sebastian Ajo into a center a couple of years ago. And, you know, he was pretty good on the wing. I mean, he scored goals, right? But then it was almost like another learning curve that he had to achieve. And so now he has a couple of years doing that. Andrei Svechnikov, you know, you draft him number two a few years ago, and you know that there's really going to be, for all the greatness that we saw from him early on, and you knew that it was going to be he was going to be a special player it was just a matter of when he puts it all together you know and, and 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 so it's like you have this mixture of every everything is is kind of coming to fruition the way the team intended for it to look you've got the young guys who have been around long enough that you, we're not we're not in this oh man look what it's going to be down the road mode you know right. it's it's now and they're all sort of falling into place and that was that was my biggest thing in the off season was they didn't do a whole lot no. in the off season the only new faces we see here right now at least in the forward lines are Jesper Fast and now Cedric Paquette, who was just brought over yeah we're seeing Jake Bean on the defensive side who you know that's another conversation but they the the that what they're telling you then is we think all of these people are going to become the players that we thought they were going to become yep. and the people that we traded for in like Vincent Trocek and Nino Niederreiter you know these guys are going to return to the players that they've shown to be in the past and that we think they can still be and you've got all of these things coming together in a system with Rod Brindamore now in his third season where the players are comfortable. Like there's no more when they figure out the system, you know, you can't really make that excuse anymore. Right. So it's just all these things coming in and that, that adds to the feeling that they are better, you know, that they are one of the best teams in the league, at least for me. Right. I mean, it just, there are no there's no more hoping there's no more waiting there's no more they could become this or they should be this type of player it's this is the players that they are and now they've been together for a long enough time that you believe you know you believe it so it's uh it's pretty cool to watch actually yep. you know because there's so much there's so many growing pains in the process where you know, you don't know. Is this player going to do this? Is that player going to do that? Is he going to regress to the, you know, back to where he was? Blah blah blah. Then you have some tough losses, you know, as a team, or though oh, this team, this team doesn't have this aspect to their game. They don't have that. You know, we talk about the physicality that they they never really had, and again, they they didn't really address that that much. I mean, other than now Cedric Paquette. Yeah. Um, so it's, it, it, you know. So, But now, you know, you're seeing everything just kind of come together, man. It's been fun, man. They are fun to watch. They are fun.
2: They are they are fun to watch. I've had a lot of people ask me about it. It's like, are they this good? <laughs> what, what? How did this happen? Um, but they are. You know, uh, speaking to the additions, the new additions to this team, and we'll talk about this for a second, um, Jesper Foss was a perfect addition to this team in the off season. Mm-hmm. A, I mean, price is right, $2 million, you get him for three years, uh, and he's he's that type of a – he's a perfect Rod Brindamore player because mm-hmm. he can play up in the lineup. You saw the skill that he has on the power play the other day. Um, and then you you bring in uh, Cedric Paquette, and somebody like that who understands his role, kind of like Jordan Martinook, right, uh, where he's yeah. going to throw his body around um, – and that line was very good tonight with Steven Lorenz in the middle. Uh, and when Tevo Teravainen comes back, likely Jesper Foss will go back to that line. And it reminds me a little bit of the Islanders' identity line with Clutterbuck and Martin and whoever's on that line right now. Um, but that's what it reminds me of. And yeah. they play hard. They're physical. They're in your face. They're behind your net, uh, and they can—they actually can do some damage offensively. Now, I don't know how many goals they're going to score. We—we we might have seen the only one, to be honest.
1: <laughs> yeah, but, but well, I mean, we saw Martinuk score, you know, a couple oh, games right. ago so, or whatever.
2: So, so two. Who knows how many goals they're going <laughs> to score?
1: But they make an impact when they're on the ice. And, but it's weird too that you, you know the the one player that you say can put you over the top is a fourth liner. And in, uh, in Paquette and then, you know, and and not to discount the whole learning the system thing, but for a guy like that, it's like, Hey man, you know what your role is as a fourth liner. I'm not sure that changes from team to team, <laughs> you know, right. come in, give me some energy, get physical. If you get an opportunity to score one, cool. But other than that, you know, we're not really relying you on you for goals anyway. Right. We just really want you to spell our goal scores.
2: He had six hits in ten minutes tonight.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. So, uh, so it's not like so for a guy who's a free agent and coming in here, you know, because I talk about all the guys settling into Rod System. You know, I'm not sure that's necessarily the spot where you really need to worry about that so much. True. So it's a it's another perfect fit. I mean, it's just a perfect fit.
2: So we talk a lot about guys who are on streaks. Uh, Svechnikov broke a seven-game goal-scoring drought tonight with the empty net goal. I count it because I thought he played well. Uh, Jake Bean has a two-game streak in which the guy who he passed the puck to who scored a goal looked at him like, wow, that was a great pass. (laughs) So that's two games in a row for that for Jake Bean. He played a little over 14 minutes tonight. Thought he was pretty good, obviously. Uh, He showed his... Uh, His offensive flair, and he is very, very quickly becoming a guy that is not coming out of the
1: lineup, I'm guessing. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's it's interesting between he and Ned, and I'm not sure we can make the same assessments about Ned just yet. I mean, it's a hell of a game for him tonight. Yes. But it's still early in his – development or career as an NHL goaltender but man if he keeps playing like that i mean there these two guys are going to are going to make decision making very difficult and just specific to bean i mean it's probably a good problem to have in the sense that you know if he's staying in the lineup then you're essentially rotating gardner and hayden flurry right. in and out of the lineup Depending on, you know, maybe who's playing well or who hasn't played in a while or whatever. But, <clears throat> I mean, it seems to me that Hayden Fleury's probably going to see a lot of healthy scratch time. I think so. If if Bean continues to play this way. Just because, you know, even Gardner, I think, has played well. I was actually a little bit surprised that Gardner was the guy that came out of the lineup tonight. I mean, and I understand you got to get Hayden into a game before he gets too cold. But... I mean, I could have seen you know, I could have seen them just going with Gardner and Bean, right? I, absolutely. just because it, just because it's Tampa, and you got four games against them, and you, you know, you got to win a couple of these.
2: Well, uh, Tampa might be feeling the same way uh, after tonight. All right, so uh, whip out your stars for me. Okay. This is this this part of the program is when we compare stars.
1: <laughs> so I gave a star, I think I gave Sebastian Aho my third star. Okay. At one goal, one assist. Right. I gave Martin Natchez my second star. And I gave Ned the first star.
2: Very nice. I considered Natchez. I went Trocek third. Mm-hmm. I thought Vince was, again, I mean, he's just been awesome. Yeah. Yes. He led uh, led centers a ice time. Went uh, nine and four in the face-off circle. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, I went Vince uh, number. Uh, he was my third star, bronze medal winner. Uh, I gave Ned my second star. I thought Ned was very good, uh, and I know he had a shutout, and I still didn't give him the first star because again, I thought I thought twenty was the best. I thought he was the best player on the ice uh, tonight, and I could have given a star to Jacob Slavin too, who I thought was spectacular again. Uh, and Nates was great, yeah. uh, but uh, I I ended up uh, going Trocek, Nadelkovic, and Aho. There
1: was. My- Can we just talk about how Nates I think it's five points in his last five games that I counted up, and all of that coming after his dome bounced up off the ice <laughs> and he missed, and he missed three games. Yeah, like he came back and hasn't missed a beat. <laughs> He's um, and He's been, he's been so good, not just offensively, but defensively. And I know that this isn't, uh, you know, a star isn't a thing you give for, you know, multiple games. It's for that, that game, but I thought he was good tonight. <laughs> I thought he was great defensively tonight. He,
2: he, he broke up a two on one by himself. Yeah. He came back. So. He, he tracked back and, uh, he was the, 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 the last line of defense on a two on one and he, uh, he got the puck. So, uh, look, I think he's been dynamite, and he is scratching the surface. But you can see the total game. Uh, this has been going on for about four or five games now, where he's just showed you the total package. Uh, like yesterday's game, he created the first goal, the Nino goal. He didn't get an assist on it, but he created the play. Uh, and I thought he was good on the first goal tonight too. You know, he gets uh, he gets the puck through. So yeah, he's been great, and it's 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 re- really what has made helped make that line so dangerous is that he's not just shooting the puck. In fact, he's not shooting the puck enough. Yeah. I mean, he really isn't. He's not shooting what, the do puck Well What, he had like two shots tonight or something, I think. I mean, Maybe. he should be shooting – he should be getting five <clears throat> shots a game. He, his shot yeah. is that good. So the goals are going to come for him. Uh, but it's the rest of the game that has been so impressive. And I talked to, uh, I talked to Rod uh, after we were done recording the interview today. I talked to him about Sebastian, and I talked to him about Natchez, uh, because sometimes I want to get confirmation that what I think I see is something that I actually do see, because, like, I'm a dope. I Sometimes I can imagine it. Like, yeah. I, have, I have imagined Brett Pesci is Bobby Orr. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but I asked him about Aho yesterday, and uh, he confirmed what I thought, which was he was great. Uh, against the Cane line, um, and I asked him about Natchez, and I said, I, I mean, I'm, am I imagining this? Do we see the whole thing? He goes, uh, he basically said that Natchez has been great in all three areas, and this is that's what we need. We need him to be that. You know, Rod doesn't go n- nuts praising anybody. Um, no. He's never done that. But uh, when I asked him about Ahu, he goes, that's the guy we need. That's, that's the guy I can play him against anybody. And, yeah. and we're not going to lose that battle.
1: So he's, he's probably right not to go nuts. I also wonder sometimes if Rod's just so fatigued by the media process.
2: <laughs> Did you like his answer to the tie when
1: I mentioned yes. the tie? No, I loved it. And every now and again, you can squeeze out those little bits of humor from him. Yeah, and I love man. when we get that, yeah. when, he, when he gets a little chuckle out of it. But um, yeah, you're right. He, he doesn't go over the top about anything. That's probably the best way to be. Uh, I mean, and you know, maybe I need that because dude, I'm, I'm feeling this team right now. Yeah. Like I really am. Like I'm, I'm, I don't know if it's good. Um, and I, I don't want to be the guy that's just waiting for the shoe to drop necessarily, but it, it feels right. It does. It well, just it feels right.
2: They're not going to win twelve out of every sixteen games. No, no, no. Right? I know. They're, <laughs> so they're they're going to lose. They'll lose three yeah. in a row, right? At some point this year. Yeah. And, heck, it might be the next three games. I don't know. Um, but I am confident that they are one of the best teams in the league. Uh, I, I mean,
1: I just it's just it's just one of those things where I feel like even when they don't have their game, they have a chance to win, and maybe that's the ultimate sign. Remember, because remember in the past, it was always, oh, gosh, they've got to be the hardest working on the team on the ice. The Bill Peters and they, era. And if they aren't that, <laughs> then yeah. I mean, and I mean, think about that. The stark contrast right. between this year and four years ago. Right. And outworking your opponent is not, right. a, it's, th- it's not a strategy. No, it's not. It's, it's <laughs> like, that's like, That's all we've got. And we have to make up for all of our deficiencies with that. And that's hard to do game in and game out. Whereas like, yeah, I mean, whereas now, I mean, you know, it's everything has to go right. You know, you're banking on everything to go right every night to get a win. And I mean, that's like, that's, I mean, that's chasing on the flop every time. Absolutely. Right. And it's like, you know, every hand ain't a good hand. And now it's like every hand's a good hand.
2: does seem like, like it seems like they get right? dealt
1: a lot of aces. They can, they can, they can, or it's, but it's not that it's, they can, they can turn, you know, you know, two, eight off suit into a winning hand. And, uh, hey,
2: let's, let's I put it know. in Euchre terms.
1: I don't, yeah. It yeah. seems
2: like I, I always get a blackjack and a red jack. I can play any way you want
1: right right they've got no trump in their hand and they're just they can they can figure out a way to win always rely on your partner for one Absolutely. that's what my grandpa that's what my grandfather always says i just believe that your your partner has a trump in his hand
2: all right on that note cuz i'm giddy now no, what what what, if, what no, was your victory drink by the way
1: never pass on a bower you can't yeah. You, unless you don't have one in your hand, and then, uh, then if you're if you're my grandfather, you never pass on on anything. He picks it up every time. Oh, does he really? He never. He never lets the other team name Trump <laughs> ever. <laughs> that's a strategy, and it that's, works most of the time.
2: That's fantastic. So, what's your victory drink tonight?
1: Uh, I've got a uh, Knob Creek, just your uh, normal, you know, nine year run of the mill Knob Creek bourbon that I nice. just got uh, on the rocks here. Yeah. Beautiful. So that's Uh, good. All right. And uh, guess what? We've got, uh, we've got midnight hockey tonight because the uh, avalanche. Yeah. They're going to re they're going to play the last two periods uh, out on Lake Tahoe. Did you see the, uh, the rink today? I did. It was
2: beautiful. I watched a little of the game. Uh, Those, those Avs uniforms are awesome. Um, But you know, as Gary Bettman said, the sun, sunshine (laughs) is our enemy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Who invited the sun? That damn sun. Well, ruins
2: everything. An outdoor game. The sun is actually bad. You need an overcast sky for an yeah. outdoor game. But man, it was—it's gorgeous. What a setting! What an absolute setting! Uh, so yeah, I'll yeah. check. I'll I will check that uh, the set last two periods
1: out. All right, we'll do this again Monday. Sounds good. Can't wait.
2: <laughs> All right, man. I'll talk to you later. I think they are. I think they're absolutely one of the best teams in the league. I think they're a Stanley Cup contender. And I think Hurricanes fans, let me just say this real quick. I hope, I hope that when we get to May and into June and maybe into July, I hope we can get some fans back in PNC Arena. Because you guys deserve this team. You guys deserve to be in the building for this team. They're fun. They're good. I'm not going to start invoking 2006 yet. But this team is fun. This team is good. This team is deep. And that's what that team was. Deep. I mean, they rolled deep with talent. All right. With that said, we are brought to you by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina on Hamlin Road in Durham. If it's for the exterior of your home, you can get it at the Aluminum Company of North Carolina, Sammy Hanna and his crew do an amazing job. Windows, siding, roofing, entry doors, storm doors. They'll do anything if it's for the exterior of your home. So go check them out online at AluminumCompany.com. Once again, as you put up with uh, the fact that I'm doing this outside and it's really cold tonight, uh, we have the David Ayers podcast that drops on Monday, the first of three parts. As we look back one year ago from Monday, the EBUG game when Ayers and the Hurricanes beat the Maple Leafs 6-3 in Toronto on Hockey Night in Canada. So uh, part one drops Monday. If you are a subscriber to this podcast, you will get it Sunday night. So maybe that's what you would like to hear Sunday night. And each podcast is not long. Uh, The first one's like uh, 24 minutes. The second one is 30 minutes. Uh, third one, I'm still in the editing phase, but, uh, they're not long. So, uh, on your commute, maybe, uh, as you go to sleep at night, I don't know. Uh, but there you go. So that's coming. So subscribe to this, rate us, give us a review, let us know what you think. Uh, until we talk again Monday, I am Adam Gold. This is the morning after podcast.
1: Bye.